0: The death toll in Gaza passes a grim milestone. President Biden will announce new protections for contraceptives and abortion. And Ron DeSantis is out of the running. That's some of what we'll get to on The Seven from The Washington Post. I'm Christina Quinn. It's Monday, January 22nd. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Number one. Ron DeSantis has ended his presidential campaign. The Florida governor's campaign had been steadily deflating since its launch in May. For months, DeSantis struggled to connect with voters and persuade Republicans to back him over Donald Trump, who relentlessly attacked him with demeaning nicknames. DeSantis' exit means that the former president is speeding toward clinching the 2024 Republican nomination. DeSantis endorsed Trump in his announcement video yesterday. Here's what he had to say. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance, and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack him. While well, I've had disagreements with Donald Trump, such as on the coronavirus pandemic and his elevation of Anthony Fauci. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. This announcement came two days before tomorrow's presidential primary in New Hampshire. And a new Post poll shows that Trump holds a clear lead over Nikki Haley, his last remaining challenger. Palestinian officials say the death toll in Gaza has passed 25,000 people. That's our second story. This grim update came from Gaza's health ministry this weekend. It also said that over 62,000 people have been wounded in the war, which began after Hamas militants killed about 1,200 people in Israel in October. On Saturday, Iranian-backed militants attacked an airbase housing U.S. troops in Iraq. The militants said the strike was part of the broader resistance against the presence of U.S. troops in the country, as well as a response to Israel's military campaign in Gaza. This is the latest incident targeting U.S. troops in the Middle East, further fueling concerns of a wider conflict in the region. Number three. At least 27 people were killed in a blast in a Russian-controlled part of Ukraine. Russian and local officials said that shells hit a market in the southeastern city of Donetsk yesterday. They blamed Ukraine's military for the deadly blast, but Kyiv has not claimed responsibility. Russia and Ukraine have both relied on long-range missile attacks in recent weeks. Since Russia's invasion nearly two years ago, Ukraine has clawed back some territory from Russian forces— But now the front lines are largely frozen as the conflict settles into a grinding stalemate. Number four. President Biden will announce new abortion and contraception protections today. The measures will include federal guidance to make no-cost contraceptives more widely available under the Affordable Care Act. There will also be a new team dedicated to enforcing a law which the Biden administration has said requires hospitals to provide emergency abortions nationwide. The announcements come on the 51st anniversary of the Supreme Court's Roe v. Wade ruling, which guaranteed abortion rights before the Supreme Court overturned it in 2022. Biden and other Democrats are trying to draw a comparison with Republican challengers who support strict abortion limits. And Vice President Harris is kicking off a multi-state reproductive rights tour. She'll start in the election battleground state of Wisconsin today. Number five, nearly three-quarters of states could see earthquake damage in the next century. A new study from the latest National Seismic Hazard Model says that parts of Alaska, California, and Hawaii have the highest risk of feeling shakes from a damaging earthquake. Those parts of the country have an over 95% chance of earthquake damage. But perhaps more surprisingly, there's a growing risk in central and eastern states— Part of the Mississippi Valley has up to a 90% chance of experiencing damaging shaking, and shakes could be felt in cities like D.C., Boston, and New York City. Scientists predict that the damage from these earthquakes could be anywhere from a crack in a building to a full collapse, although they say most of the hazards they've modeled are small. No one has ever predicted a major earthquake, but these forecasts, which are updated every five years, let scientists work out where they're more likely to hit. You can find your state's risk in our newsletter. At number six, the NFL Conference Championship games are set. Both number one seeds survived the divisional round of the playoffs this weekend, which means the NFC Championship will go through San Francisco and the AFC through Baltimore. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs held on to beat the Buffalo Bills last night. Now the Chiefs will travel to face Lamar Jackson's Ravens in a game that will pit perhaps the top two quarterbacks in the game. Meanwhile, Jared Goff, a former number one pick, will try to lead the Detroit Lions past the 49ers and Brock Purdy, the last player taken in the 2022 draft. Both conference championship games take place on Sunday. The winners then head to Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas on February 11th. And at number seven, scientists put forward a new theory for why dogs wag their tails. For a long time, it's been thought that dogs wag their tails because they're happy. But a new study could flip that belief on its head. It says that thousands of years ago, when humans were welcoming dog ancestors into their lives, they tended to choose animals with waggly tails. The theory goes that people associated swishy tails with the animals being friendly, so more tail-wagging dogs were selected as pets. Because of that, humans probably altered dogs' tail wagging without realizing it. So rather than dogs wagging their tails because they're happy, it could be that they do it because it made our ancestors happy. Now, I'm not saying your dog isn't pleased to see you when it's wagging its tail. I just don't have the scientific evidence to back that up. All right, you're all caught up. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, a great way to support our work is through a subscription to The Washington Post. And we've got some new perks, like getting access to Washington Post podcasts ad-free in Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to The Post by going to WashingtonPost.com slash subscribe. I'm Christina Quinn. I'll meet you back here tomorrow. Hey, this is Christina Quinn.